Welcome back to the Squared Sports Podcast. On the host of this podcast, Lane Frank, we're in episode 110. You're 110 episodes through, and I got back episode planned for you. It's the Super Bowl, everybody. Eagles versus Chiefs out in Arizona. We're going to pick that. We got NBA going on right now. Trade deadline this Thursday. Obviously, news in the NFL, college basketball. Stay tuned for back episode 110. Let's hop into it. Let's start out episode 110, how we always do with the headlines in the NBA. Well, Kyrie Irving had to break the NBA rules once again. This time before the trade deadline, Brooklyn has to ship another star out of that massive big three. Harden, KD, and Kyrie. Two of the three are gone by now. Both trade deadline last year, James Harden to the Sixers. This year, Kyrie Irving heading over to Dallas Mavericks requesting a trade because he didn't get a contract. Kyrie Irving's a head case, so we're going to talk about that in Squared Sports Scream. We're going to talk about how that affects Dallas Mavericks, but for right now, Kyrie Irving heading over to Dallas Mavericks. Big moves in the NBA right there. Obviously, with the trade deadline coming up on Thursday, I'm going to give you my trade deadline bull predictions. You're just going to have to wait for that, but obviously, trade deadline, one of the best times of year in the NBA. Going to have a lot of moves, a lot of teams counting buyers, a lot of teams kind of setting up their franchise for bad years and some good years ahead. Stay tuned for that. We're going to talk about that later in the episode. Trade deadline coming up in the NBA this week. All-Star game also coming up. You know, All-Star draft is before the game now. It's a little bit of an exciting aspect to it. So yeah, All-Star game coming up after we just came off the NHL All-Star games. Phoenix Suns team that I kind of have been critical in the past. Obviously on my Squared Sports Instagram, the news page, go follow at Squared Sports. And on the show where I said they were for Sean X, then I made a post on Friday. I said, all right, Phoenix Suns, they have issues. Is on Monty Williams? Is on Chris Paul? Because they were going to give up Chris Paul for Kyrie Irving. And I find that a little bit ludicrous right there. To give up Chris Paul for Kyrie Irving. We're going to talk about that later, though. Suns, a little bit of an issue right now, but then they get that great win on Friday night against the Celtics. I want to see how this helps this team. I want to see how this team goes after that win. This is a team that has been on top of the NBA the past two seasons, and they are on top of the NBA. Start the season going 15-6, and six, and they hit a massive roadblock. So it's going to be interesting right here. See what happens with the Phoenix Suns. How do you think they're going to do with the rest of the season? Leave your thoughts in the comments section. New York Knicks get a great win on Sunday afternoon against Philadelphia 76ers. What a game that was. Obi Toppin plays well. Maybe he secures his spot as not being traded. Isaiah Hartenstein, really just the players came up well for the New York Knicks. Julius Randle playing great. Jalen Brunson looking like a dark horse for an all-star pick. Snub all-star pick. Say, another player has to drop out. Jalen Brunson will be an all-star. He should have been an all-star anyways in the first place. You'll have Julius Randle, though. Mitchell Robinson comes back. RJ Barrett gets fully healthy. This will be a team like out for New York Knicks. Playing great basketball right now. Denver Nuggets on top of the Western Conference right now after a lot of losses for the Memphis Grizzlies. And they're rolling. Denver Nuggets. It's going to be interesting to see how they go the rest of the season. Really a team that you don't think they're the best team in the Western Conference, but they might just be Denver Nuggets rolling right now. Los Angeles Lakers, you're the 13th seed in the Western Conference right now. You got 23 wins, and after that, you got the Rockets and the Thunder, who are about 14 wins right now. It's pretty terrible. That's my thoughts right there in the NBA, the headlines. Let's move to NFL. We have a big week. Ahead of us. But first, let's talk about the Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl was on Sunday. Pro Bowl games were two days before. It was interesting to watch. Flag football. I enjoyed it. Now let's talk about the Super Bowl. Everybody. The biggest thing on everyone's mind. We're obviously going to pick it in the last scored sports game day of the year, of the season, next segment. But right now, Super Bowl. Let's preview it. You got Eagles versus Chiefs. You got an amazing all-time pass rush from the Eagles. And then you got an all-time quarterback from the Chiefs. You have all-time tight end. You can build up. Isaiah Pacheco, you can build up some of these new wide receivers. Kadarius Tony, Sky Moore, let's see how it goes. But you also have injuries. Nicole Hardman is not going to play in this one. It's going to be interesting to see how Chiefs rebound from that. Same with the Eagles. 
They can keep on that defense how they did last game against San Francisco 49ers. Hassan Red can have another breakout game against this Chiefs banged up offensive line. You're just going to have to wait and see my pick later on in Score Sports Game Day coming up next. That's my thoughts on the Super Bowl and the Pro Bowl. Tom Brady, I know we didn't talk about last episode because we recorded on Tuesday, and the news broke on Wednesday that he retired. Tom Brady retired from football officially. Not so much to talk about right now. I don't know if people expected it, but it didn't really shatter the NFL world. Okay, GOAT's done. He had his emotional retirement last year. Now he gets to make his video this year. Tom Brady, done with football. At least playing. He's going to join Fox 2024 broadcast games. Leave your thoughts on that in the comment section. Tom Brady, done with football. Aaron Rodgers' situation still in limbo right now. We're going to talk about that later on the episode. But Aaron Rodgers still up in there. Is he going to return to the Packers? Is he going to go to a different team? Leave your thoughts on that in the comment section. Let's move to college basketball to round out the headlines. All right, bye. New college basketball rankings came out after 15 NCAA ranked teams, top 25 teams lost last week. New top 25 came after that. Purdue remains at number one after losing on Saturday to Indiana. That's about for the headlines this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. It's that time, everybody. Squared Sports Game Day Super Bowl Udish. Let's hop into it. Chiefs versus Eagles. Chiefs. Great season. Eagles, great season. This is where you see the top two teams in the NFL where they meet in the Super Bowl. These were the top two teams this season. No dark horses came out in the playoffs this year. You get the two best teams in the best game, most watched game in American history. Let's hop into it. Out in Arizona, you got the ticket prices going from 4000 to 22000 It's going to be an awesome game. We got Eagles, great defense. Chiefs, great offense. Great passing offense. Great rushing offense with Isaiah Pacheco getting there. Sky Moore, Kadarius Tony getting there at receiver, but you also have Miko Harmon out. You miss that Tyreek Hill factor, but you also have Travis Kelsey playing more, incorporating more of the best tight end maybe in NFL history. And that's not a stretch right there. And then for the Eagles side of things, you have Dallas Goddard and Miles Sanders. Jalen Hurts, obviously, maybe the best quarterback in the NFL season behind Patrick Mahomes. You have the two best quarterbacks, maybe the two best defenses. I mean, Chiefs defense has been doing pretty well. Obviously, both teams are a little bit banged up. But here's my pick. I think the Chiefs go into... Arizona, and they take a win over the Philadelphia Eagles. Let's go, Chiefs. Outcoach. Andy Reid outcoaches Nick Sirianni. Coaching is what matters. That's what I said last week. I said Kyle Shannon will outcoach Nick Sirianni. He might have done that, but he had no quarterback. Andy Reid outcoached Zach Taylor. That's why they won. He's going to outcoach Nick Sirianni. Nick Sirianni says, I have a chip on my shoulder from when Andy Reid fired me. Well, you better not get emotions get in the way. Because you do that, you're going to lose this game. Chiefs win this game. I think it's going to be close. I think it might be 31-24, or it could also be a landslide, 31-3. I'm going to go with the close one. If you can shut down Jalen Hurts, if you can attack that passing defense like Brandon Ayuk said the 49ers wanted to, you're going to win this one. Let's go, Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes establishes legacy. He wins his second Super Bowl in his career. So many Super Bowls, Patrick Mahomes, already so young in his career. Two Super Bowls, something Dan Marino couldn't do, even win one. It's one tackler. So Patrick Mahomes on his way to greatness, on his way to be the GOAT they have. Two Super Bowl rings under Patrick Mahomes Andy Reid. Now, let's go Chiefs. Andy Reid takes Super Bowl win over his former team, Philadelphia Eagles. Leave your Super Bowl pick in the comments. Now, Scored Sports Scream. This week's Scored Sports Scream is on the new Dallas Mavericks point guard, Kyrie Irving. Now, let me establish this right here. This isn't about the politics of Kyrie Irving. This isn't about the off-the-court issues of Kyrie Irving. This is about why the Dallas Mavericks and Kyrie Irving have both made a massive mistake. Kyrie Irving, we all know, great player, but off the court, can be a head case. 
We've all seen that before. Brooklyn Nets said, all right, we'll take you on 2019 free agency. And Kyrie Irving, I think, was a completely different person back then. I think the world was completely different back then before pandemic. Obviously, the vaccination issues came up with Kyrie. Obviously, the horrible anti-Semitic issues came up with Kyrie. But things on the court with Kyrie, same 2019. He misses most of the season off a undisclosed shoulder injury. And then he says, "If we, I'm not playing in the bubble. I'm not doing that. So that goes out of the way. Even if he was healthy, he wasn't going to play in the bubble. All right, next season, you bring in James Harden. You play great with him. And then lose because he gets hurt. Kyrie Irving, very injury prone. Say he doesn't get hurt. Maybe you win that series. Never know. Kyrie Irving got hurt in that series. They didn't win it. Kevin Durant obviously stepped in the line. Giannis Antetokounmpo went on to win NBA Finals that year, NBA Championship. But next season, last season, obviously James Harden says, I'm done with this guy, Kyrie Irving. He doesn't play. He's not vaccinated. He's not playing. He's doing only road games now after he didn't play for the start of the season. It's so weird what's going on right now. I'm out. So that causes that right there. Then Kevin Durant says, all right, this is just Kevin Durant's hurt. Bad season for the Brooklyn Nets. Kyrie Irving obviously didn't play well in last season. At least I didn't think so. Had a few good games, but in the little games he played, Obviously, the 61 points against Orlando Magic one time. But Kyrie Irving, this season, fresh mind. You have the Ben Simmons playing. You have Kevin Durant playing. So, a lot of hope for this team. You're playing really well right now, and everything's going well after your suspension, which was obviously terrible by Kyrie Irving. Not going to talk about that right now, though. So, Kyrie Irving, Brooklyn Nets, doing great. And hitting a little bit of a roadblock right now. We can get back from that. You can win the Eastern Conference over the Boston Celtics. You can win the Eastern Conference over the Philadelphia 76ers. And then the West is wide open. So, you can win the NBA championship. Kyrie Irving decides to leave, puts out a trade request. I don't get it. He wants a new contract, puts out a trade request. And then for the Dallas Mavericks, you have Luka Doncic. And they have a bunch of decent, mediocre-type players. And you're making them a little bit like a Damon Lillard, where he's around mediocre players. Luka Doncic says, hey, I need better players. This is the best player in the market. This is the best player who I can play with. We have to go get him. So Mavericks kind of got put in a tough position right here, having to go out, get Kyrie Irving, a little bit of the highway robbery by at least... Playing standards, Dorian Finney-Smith, Spencer Dinwiddie, a second-round pick and a first-round pick in 2029, don't equal Kyrie Irving, but at least they did in this trade. I don't like this move by the Dallas Mavericks because I think it might blow up in your face. I think he might not play at all. I think he might not play next season, whatever it might be. After that, with Dallas Mavericks, I think he might not play well Luka Doncic. So that's my thoughts right there. Leave your thoughts on that. Squared sports scream. Nets had to get rid of him. They didn't want to get him to the Lakers, and I respect that. They didn't want to give him to the Clippers, and I respect that, but he could have got better deals. Could have got Chris Ball. That would have been awesome. But Kyrie Irving, maybe he didn't want to be with Devin Booker. Maybe he didn't want to be with these guys. Leave your thoughts on that in the comments section. That's Power for Squared Sports Scream this week. Now, top five. This week's top five is my top five bold predictions for the NBA trade deadline. Let's hop into it. These aren't exactly thrown out predictions where I think they're going to 1,000% come true. So don't go put a parlay in DraftKings or now these bull predictions. But these are bull predictions that I think will be awesome if they came true. I think they might have a chance to come true. Let's hop into it. Number five, and this is what I'm very confident. The Suns stay put. They don't get Kevin Durant. They don't get many other players. I don't even think they get a deal done. Suns stay put. Keep their roster together. They say, okay, we've had a rough start to the season. We've had so much success in the past two seasons. Let's hold on to DeAndre Aiden. Let's hold on to Chris Paul. Let's hold on to Devin Booker. That's number five. Number four, the Raptors sell heavy trade deadline. They get rid of Fred Van Vliet. They get rid of Gian Nobi. And they get rid of Pascal Siakam. And you build around Scotty Barnes. And maybe you build around getting a draft pick this year. Whether it's Victor Omanyama, if you tank that hard. Whether it's Scoo Henderson, Brandon Miller, and Modi Bates. That's my thing right there. Raptors sell heavy trade deadline. Number three, the Clippers land the Raptors star 
Pascal Siakam. I think you can give up Terrence Mann. I can give up Luke Kennard and a few first-round picks. And then I'm going to just give you Pascal Siakam. This is a good deal for the Raptors. And it's a good deal for the Clippers. That's a good line for the Clippers right there. Yeah, Pascal Siakam, a power forward. Kawhi Leonard, small forward. Ivog Zubak, center. Paul George, shooting guard. And then maybe John Wall, Reggie Jackson, that point guard. That's a great line for you right there. That's a championship-winning lineup. That's number three. Number two, the Lakers land Nobody. They swing and miss because they don't want to give up the young stars, even though the young stars aren't that good. Does anybody believe Austin Reeves or Max Christie has all-star potential? I think they have role-player potential, not all-star potential. They're going to swing and miss because they're going to hold on to too many players. They're going to try to get with Russell Westbrook. They're not going to get rid of him. They might have to buy him out. Number two, Lakers land nobody. And number one, the biggest one, the Brooklyn Nets. They don't get rid of Kevin Durant, and they go out and get him another great co-star in the Marty Rosen. And the MVP candidate last season, MVP candidate at the past, amazing season, all-star, they get him to pair up with Kevin Durant. DeMar DeRozan, Kevin Durant, say you give up Ben Simmons. You might not even have to give up Ben Simmons. Say you give up Dorian Finney-Smith, they might want to keep on to him. He's a good player. Spencer Dinwiddie, and a few first-round picks, that might just land you DeMar DeRozan. This is more on the Bulls side. I think the Bulls need to get rid of DeMar DeRozan or Zach Levine, one of the two, because I'd rather give build around Zach Levine than DeMar DeRozan. DeMar DeRozan, the guy who's really just linked to win a championship right now, not exactly to be on a rebuilding squad, kind of like the Bulls are right now, ninth in Eastern Conference. They're playing it work out well. Lonzo Ball hasn't been able to like walk or run the past year, you could say. So yeah, Nets get the Marty Rose. That's my number one bull prediction. That's about trade deadline bull predictions. Leave your thoughts in the comments. Now, did you know this week's day knows? Did you know they're only two days a year? where there's no major American sport going on. So that includes basketball, baseball, NFL, football, and hockey. So no football, hockey, basketball, no baseball. There's only two days a year without that. So if you're a hockey fan, you're a basketball fan, you're a baseball fan, you're a football fan like me, I only have to deal two days without major sports. So that's a great thing right there. Didn't know that. Leave down in the comment section. There's only two days a year without American major sports going on. Didn't know that. Leave down in the comment section. Now, my GM hat. We haven't done my GM hat in a while, so we're going to do it right here. My GM hat. Let's do it. I think there's a big problem in the NFL right now. A lot of teams have quarterback insecurity, and there's a way to fix it. 22 out of 32 NFL teams have quarterback insecurity. What I mean by quarterback insecurity is, if you ask me in three years, who's the quarterback of, say, example, the Baltimore Ravens in three years, I can't tell you. I don't know if it's Lamar Jackson. I don't know if it's another guy. Because Lamar Jackson's contract could be up in this season. He could not even beat on the Ravens next season. So that's the thing right there. 22 out of the 32 NFL teams, quarterback and security, and 14 of them come out of the NFC. The whole entire NFC South, I don't know who's going to be the quarterback of the Panthers next season, Falcons, Buccaneers, or the Saints. For NFC West, we don't know if Kyler Murray's going to be in Arizona in three years. We don't know anything about Matthew Stafford's future with the Rams. 49ers, I don't even know their quarterback's going to be next season. Trey Lance, Brock Purdy, Jimmy Garoppolo, someone else. And also, Seahawks, we don't know who the quarterback is going to be in the next two years. NFC North, Lions, we don't know. Could be Jared Goff, could be somebody else, could be Caleb Williams, could be Bryce Young, for all we know. Packers, could be Jordan Love, could be Aaron Rodgers, could be a completely different new guy. Bears, Justin Fields might be out of the door this offseason. Vikings, I don't know if it could be Caleb Williams. I don't know where Kirk Cousins is in three seasons. And then for the NFC East, Daniel Jones could be gone this offseason. 
I wouldn't be shocked if I woke up to a headline that said, Daniel Jones signs with new team. Whatever it might be. Signs with Las Vegas Raiders because his contract is up this offseason. They can't meet terms. He's out the door. So that's quarterback right there. Commanders, we have no clue. I think it might be Sam Howell, but we still haven't seen a really big sample size of Sam Howell. Only two teams that have security in the NFC are the Cowboys, Dak Prescott. He'll be there for the next four years. And Jalen Hurts, who's a franchise quarterback. For AFC, it's a little bit different. Eight out of 16 teams in the AFC have quarterback and security. You have the Raiders, you have a few other teams in there. I don't want to blame on. But that's a nerdy segment right there. That's a nerdy stat. 22 out of 32 NFL teams have quarterback and security. That's why quarterbacks need to be the first priority of a new NFL GM. That's why I'm putting on my GM hat. Got to nail the quarterback position down. Jaguars, nail the quarterback position. Chargers, nail the quarterback position. Eagles, nail the quarterback position. Chiefs, nail the quarterback position. But then teams like the Giants, they've had rough foot in Daniel Jones in the past few seasons. Cardinals, Kyler Murray, we don't know how he's going to go. A few other teams. Raiders, you don't know how they're going right now. They could have taken quarterback past two seasons, had Derek Carr mentor him, and now you're stuck. With a new quarterback, maybe it's a draft quarterback, get a free agent quarterback. So that's my thing right there. That's my GM hat. Need to build a quarterback. Need to build around a quarterback. That's the main thing you need to do in the NFL first. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Man, the myth, the legend, Aaron Rodgers. He's our spotlight for this week. Aaron Rodgers, this is my spotlight. You have two teams right now without a head coach. The Colts and the Cardinals. And by the time this episode comes out, they might be filled. But as of right now, Colts and Cardinals don't have a head coach. So say one of these teams hires a good offense coach or a good friend of Aaron Rodgers. I don't know if there's good coaches, made friends, made coaches, good friends of Aaron Rodgers. But say you hire a good offense coach. And they want Aaron Rodgers. Because these are two teams, Colts and Cardinals, that might just need a quarterback in the next two years. Kyler Murray coming off torn ACL. Say Aaron Rodgers says, I only want to play for one more season. Maybe you sit Kyler Murray that whole season. And you play with Aaron Rodgers on the Cardinals. Because this is a very stacked roster with the Arizona Cardinals. You have Isaiah Simmons. You have maybe DeAndre Hopkins. If you don't trade him, Rondell Moore. A few other guys in there. James Conner. And then for Colts, this is a quarterback away from being a championship squad. A good head coach away from being a championship squad. And he's obviously been linked to Indianapolis the past few years. Pat McAfee, all that. Be with his good friend. Go on that show in person every week instead. Virtual. So that could be interesting right there. But Aaron Rodgers to the Colts or the Cardinals could be a real possibility. Leave your thoughts on that in the comment section. That's about for that this week. Now let me introduce a new segment to you. We always do our hot takes hyping up a team that's doing really well right now. Let's bring a new thing. Let's call it On Thin Ice. The team on Thin Ice this week is the Memphis Grizzlies, everybody. This is a team that was on top of the Western Conference before Christmas Day. And then John Murray has the interview come out with Malik Andrews of ESPN and says, oh, the West? I'm not worried about anybody in the West. And they're on a massive losing streak right now. The Memphis Grizzlies are on Thin Ice going into the NBA trade deadline, going into the All-Star break. This team is in desperate need of an All-Star break because they were as hot as to be and now they're in the freezer, as cold as can be. So let's talk about it. You have some easy stretches down the way, and then you also have some hard stretches. You have to go through the Celtics, Clippers, Lakers, a few other teams, all in 10 games. That's hard right there. Also, have very easy stretches when you go through the Thunder, the Rockets, the Hornets, a few other teams. That's very easy for you right there. So Grizzlies, number two seed right now, after you had the big cushion at number one, and they lose to Denver Nuggets. Memphis Grizzlies on thin ice right now after going down to the two seed. Struggling right now, John Morant. Obviously, he's off the court issues. Desmond Bain trying to get healthy. 
this team trying to get healthy at the right time. Jaron Jackson Jr. really been playing well, but this team surrounds itself with controversy. Dylan Brooks surrounds himself with controversy. I hate Dylan Brooks. They probably need to trade him. He doesn't contribute much to this team. Hurts Gary Pate in the playoffs last year. Ruined my dreams. 2016, he hit the game winner against Michigan. The 316 at Oregon. Fights Donovan Mitchell. Gets in a fight with Shan Sharp. This is not a good player in the NBA. I mean, again, need to get rid of Dylan Brooks. That may be number one right here. Dylan Brooks might be out of Memphis Grizzlies. Memphis Grizzlies on thin ice. Steven Adams needs to get better. Playing well, start season, slowing down a little bit right now. Same with John Morant. These are guys, this is a team that can be the best in the NBA. We've seen it last season. You're number two seed right now. Try to get back to that number one. That's about it right there. For on thin ice this week, Memphis Grizzlies. Still more to come. Score sports the lane Frank. Episode 110. Now, College Hoops Madness, everybody. And I want to start out College Hoops Madness by saying this. We are only a few days away from everybody's favorite month. Actually, more than a few days away. About 20 days away from everybody's favorite month, March. Because we have March Madness with the NCAA tournament. Best tournament of all time. Best time of year at sports, I would say. Because you got baseball going on. You got NBA going on. And then you got college basketball, March Madness going on. So we're a month away from that. But college basketball, that's how to start out. College Hoops Madness, but we had a great week of college basketball. Like I said, 15 ranked teams lost. A lot of great teams lost this week, including number one Purdue. They keep the number one spot. Indiana got a great win right there. Another team that got a great win was Duke Blue Devils. Now, I was in attendance to that game. This is recording Monday, so before the Duke-Miami game, so I don't know how that outcome comes right now. But this is a Duke team. I was in attendance. They can be a top 10 team at home, and they can be a bottom five ACC team on the road because they have been very bad on the road this season and they're on the road right now against a tough environment in Miami. So I want to see how that goes. But this Duke team, Derek Lively, guy who had struggle getting on the footing in college basketball, had eight blocks. You have Kyle Filipowski, amazing. Jamie Roach, junior guard, very good. Jacob Grandison, Mark Mitchell, three quite had didn't play against North Carolina. But this environment, that's an amazing game. I loved what I saw the Duke Blue Devils. That was an awesome game to go to right there. Cameron Indoor, the best environment in college basketball. Even though it's the size of about a high school gym, it looks from the outside like a library. Cameron Indoor, still a great place to be. Duke, what an awesome win that was over North Carolina. Burning the benches after the game. That's awesome tradition they got going on. Duke, doing great right there. First season without Mike Krzyzewski. There's going to be issues. There's going to be road bumps. I've thrown out some shade at John Shire on the Instagram before. But John Shire has done a pretty good job. Pretty good recruiting classes. This team get the right footing. They can contend for a national championship. I don't doubt that. For the rivals, Syracuse. Syracuse, Duke Rivals. Yeah, I'd say Syracuse, Duke Rivals. ACC team, Jim Beheim, Obviously an all-time head coach. All-time head coaches need time to retire. Mike Krzyzewski said, oh, they're bringing all this new NIL stuff. Uh, I'm not liking it. I'm retiring. Jim Beheim says, I mean, I, I don't like NIL, but I'm staying in the game because it's fun to do. All right. Syracuse, amazing college basketball perk. If Jim Beheim retires today, Syracuse will get more top five recruits. They will get more five-star recruits. They get good recruits every year. For example, this year, Judah Mintz, good recruit, but this is still a very struggling Syracuse team. The best player they've had in years was Buddy Beheim. Jim Beheim, some, but he's gone now. So Jim Beheim, it's always the time for everybody. Needs to retire. Syracuse, obviously, a historic college basketball program. If Jim Beheim retires, there will be a chance for a former amazing college basketball player, this could be a dream job in college basketball for somebody. They can bring in more recruits to this historic program. But Jim Bayham says, I want to keep on coaching. I don't think that's the right direction right there for Syracuse. Force him out. That might be what you have to do. Jim Bayham does not want to retire. All-time head coach, 
Sometimes these be shown the door. That's why I think you need to happen right here with Jim Beheim. Indiana, already talked about them. Their awesome win against Purdue on Saturday. Houston, still rolling. Two losses on the season. One Temple, but they just avenged that loss. And then went to the number two team in the country, Alabama. Houston, doing pretty well right now. They're great. Number two team in the country. Obviously, when they lost to number three, Alabama. Yeah, Houston, number two. Arizona, number four in the country. I love this Arizona squad. They're one of my favorite teams to watch. I think they're going to win the national championship because how versatile they are. And they're showing that. Great win against Oregon State this week. Tennessee, they dropped down a lot. They were number two. And they lost the game to Florida. Bad upset to Florida. And they went down number six. I thought they should have went down number four. I thought that was a little bit harsh going down to number six. But Tennessee, going down after a bad loss to Florida, would have won that was for Florida. Texas had a great comeback win against Baylor and against Kansas State. And they're playing Kansas tonight. So that'll be interesting. After that, they have the next game on Saturday. So Texas basketball program that's been faced with some harsh conditions this season. Obviously having to be the coach. Rodney Terry's obviously done an amazing job. This program after Chris Beard, obviously the unfathomable fire of Chris Beard. Could never thought that before the season. But Texas obviously has amazing recruits, transfers. This team really doing well right now. Setting themselves up well. March, doing well in the gauntlet that is the Big 12. Kansas, on the other end, not doing so great in the gauntlet that is the Big 12. They got a good win against Kansas State, avenging their one loss. That's a good rivalry win for you right there. Getting at home, good top 10 win. But then you go into Iowa State, Ames, and you get obliterated. That was a good squad right there in Ames. That was a great crowd. Watching it on TV, you could hear how loud they were. Kansas lose to Iowa State. Now, is Kansas a better team than Iowa State? Yes, definitely. But they lost that one. Well, can't always win those. Let's see how they do in the Big 12 tournament. Let's see how they do the rest of the season in the Big 12. Bad loss there for Kansas. St. Mary's, they get another amazing program-defining win. They obviously had them last year against Gonzaga at home. They rushed the court. Now they went up at Gonzaga's place. That's awesome winning for you right there. St. Mary's wins it overtime at Gonzaga, the number 14 team in the country right now. They've got some great freshmen. This is a squad to look out for. And I'm not going to throw a wild debate out there, but I'm going to throw a wild debate out there. For years, it was always Gonzaga's going to win the West Coast Conference and St. Mary's is going to be a top 25 team, but they're going to lose in the conference championship game and they're not going to make the NCAA tournament. Say that happens this year, St. Mary's beats Gonzaga in the conference championship game. Does Gonzaga move down or do they become a bubble team? That's a little thing to start out there. Right there. Does Gonzaga become a bubble team if they don't win their conference? Stay tuned. List your thoughts on that in the comment section. That's not really a debate throughout there. TCU struggling right now without Mike Miles. You lose to Mississippi State in the SEC Big 12 Challenge, and they lose to Oklahoma State, two really below-average teams. But right now, TCU has to find their footing after being in the top 15 at one point in the season. Creighton back in the top 25. Awesome to see right there. And FAU and College Charleston still dropping out of the top 25. FAU lost their first game in conference play to UAB. They're probably going to get an automatic bid. And then if you're probably going to get a second bid, whatever, it might be maybe not an automatic bid. Say UAB wins the conference, FAU makes a tournament without winning their conference. Let's go for Conference USA right there. Getting two tournament teams into the NCAA tournament. FAU, not an automatic bid. And then UAB or someone else, an automatic bid. That's probably College Truth Madness this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, at the buzzer, this week's at the buzzers. How will this year's Super Bowl impact the legacies of Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, Nick Sirianni, and Jalen Hurts? Patrick Mahomes, he wins this. He's in the GOAT conversation. He's a first battle Hall of Famer. Jalen Hurts, he wins this. He's on track to be a Hall of Famer. Obviously, he has to do some more in his career. But Jalen Hurts off to a great start in his career. I think to win this Super Bowl, it's a career-defining win for you right there. Obviously, Many great quarterbacks never won a Super Bowl that have made the Hall of Fame. Dan Marino, for example, never won a Super Bowl, made the Hall of Fame. Peyton Manning won a few Super Bowls in his career, but say you win the one this early in your career for Jalen Hurts, that's awesome for you right there. Same for Patrick Williams, two Super Bowls in your first seven seasons of the NFL. 
That's amazing stuff right there. How will this Super Bowl impact the legacies of the coaches? Nick Sirianni, only a second-year head coach. Andy Reid, a guy who can maybe be considered the greatest coach of all time if he wins the Super Bowl. I mean, no question about it right there. That could be a debate. Obviously, people want to throw Bill Belichick out there, but Bill Belichick has struggled that Tom Brady. Andy Reid has been with the Eagles, has been with Chiefs, and has done great without good quarterbacks. So that's the thing to throw out right there. How will this year's Super Bowl impact the legacies, not just the quarterbacks, the coaches do? Leave your thoughts on that in the comments section. Now, the best last question today, this week's question today is, which league has the best All-Star game? We just saw the NHL and NFL All-Star games. Not so amazing flag football in the NFL. Not an interesting game in the NHL. I know a lot of you like to say MLB. I don't like MLB All-Star game. I don't like seeing Max Scherzer, the best pitcher in baseball, say that season only pitch one inning, and they have to deal with Ryan Hesley. Edwin Diaz, obviously an amazing pitcher, but say a dumb relief pitcher in eighth inning, ninth inning, and they get more subs. I don't like that about the MLB All-Star game. I don't like seeing pinch hitters. I think it should be the best guys, best product out there in the field, and they don't always put that out there. MLB All-Star game manager, so that's not the best All-Star game. I think the best All-Star game in sports is the NBA All-Star game, especially in the last few years. Picking new teams obviously gets so competitive at the end with the target score. That's awesome right there, having a target score. Leave your thoughts on that in the comment section. That's bad for question day this week. That's bad for Squared Sports Lane, Frick, episode 110. Thank you for tuning in. Follow Squared Sports on Instagram at Squared Sports for awesome sports news and updates. Follow Squared Sports on Twitter at Squared Sports for sports debates. Follow Squared Sports on TikTok for awesome videos. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review the best sports content in the world. We'll be back here next week on episode 111. Stay tuned.